Hello, and welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how to show up in alignment with our authentic selves. I'm your host, Suzanne Venus, and I want to welcome you to this space. Now, if you've been following along sequentially, um, I have been posting once or twice a week. However, in my own personal life, uh, my trauma response was triggered through personal things happening with my dad's health, um, which spiraled into me really needing to regulate my nervous system and take a step away from podcasting for a while. Um, today, that is the topic, is trauma. And of course, I'm going to talk about this from an energetic lens. And I want to bring in some of my own past experiences with trauma, how trauma tends to show up for clients of mine, and maybe a little bit of an elaboration of what exactly I do when I work with clients one-on-one. That was a question that was posed to me um, a couple of weeks back. Like, what do you do? I've been following you, but what do you do? And the long and short of it is that I am able to see, and I say this in quotation marks, it's a very multi-sensory, extra-sensory um, way that I receive information, but I'm able to see into the subconscious of individuals. And through that lens, I'm able to see what trauma they are holding onto in this lifetime as well as other lifetimes. And when I say a multi-sensory, um, I mean that I can see in the body. Sometimes I feel in the body. Sometimes I just know and the information floods in in a multiple array of ways to give me the information about what trauma is in the body, where it is being stored, what it is linked to in this lifetime or yes, other lifetimes. And then my body is a vessel or an instrument connected to source energy all of our bodies are in one way, shape, or form, but I really use my body as a vessel to pull, <laughs> remove, uh, loosen, unblock stuck energy linked to trauma in the physical and energetic body. And then I allow source energy to flow through me to add gentle healing um, into the body of the person that I'm working with. Um, you know, if you were to look through my testimonials, whether on my website or social media, my testimonials, I have numerous accounts of people having physical ailments dissipate or disappear, um, the way they interact and relate to people, shifts and changes. The messaging just comes to me in a multiple array of ways so that I can help. But it's very clear. The information always comes in clearly as to what physical issues are in the body or what emotional or mental issues are in the body and where they're linked to. So that is one of the ways in which I use my gift to be of service to people. Now, the reason why I am laying into what it is that I do is that I feel like you know, if you've been listening for a while, maybe you're curious. If you haven't booked with me, if you're one of my, my clients, you have experienced this firsthand and know damn well that it's true. Um, but I really deal with trauma. So when people come to see me, um, that's the, the biggest thing that surfaces is their trauma, their pain. And I am a vessel to hold, pull, uh, release that pain for them. Now, when we talk about trauma, 
of course, there's different scales that have been used um, to measure trauma. But what I want to say is that trauma is on a spectrum. There is not a single one of us that has not had trauma in their lifetime. The trauma that happens in childhood is pivotal because that is the trauma that is triggered in other experiences periodically through the lifetime. We also have carried trauma from past lifetimes. Now, I speak purely on an energetic level of what this means, but I want to talk about trauma in general. So trauma, yes, can be sexual abuse or assault. Uh, trauma can also be parents going through a divorce. Trauma can be not feeling validated, seen, or heard by our parents or caregivers in our formative years um, that strives us to people-pleasing. Um, trauma can be having a parent that is an alcoholic. Trauma, of course, can be being in a partnership of domestic abuse. Trauma can also be having illnesses or disease as a child or losing a pet or a parent or a grandparent. All of these are traumas that we live through and that are triggered by other traumatic experiences and it's our job to process them. From an energetic standpoint, I see, and I'm saying this in quotation marks because of course I've established that this is multi-sensory for me, the trauma that the individual that I'm working with has experienced and what implications it's led in their life. Now, my job is to help them have the awareness around it, to shift it, to release it so that they are not holding on to it. One of the coping mechanisms that happens from an energetic or spiritual standpoint through trauma is disassociation. So the soul during extreme trauma leaves the body. Uh, temporarily. And so we have this feeling of being out of body. What happens after that is, and, and so we disassociate from things. This is a trauma response to keep ourselves safe so that we can endure whatever the trauma happened to be. So it's not to be angry about the disassociation as it continues to show up um, later in life, whether it is an argument with your partner that triggers a response that you witnessed your parents before they split up in a divorce, um, arguing or whatever it happens to be. This is just the way that you have chosen to cope is through disassociation. And it's a disconnection of body, mind, and spirit. What tends to happen then is that we are in our head because we don't feel safe in our body. And this causes problems like anxiety, depression, um, issues with our sleep, issues with our digestive system. Of course, we can talk hours on end about the polyvagal theory um, and the mind-gut connection. It is undeniable. But what happens from an energetic standpoint in this disassociation is it's a disconnect between body, mind, and spirit. Um, often we are racing with our thoughts. We somehow feel that we are not safe in our body any longer. And when this happens, um, energetically, I see it as a disconnect between the base of the brain and the spinal cord. This is the point, you know, physiologically where, you know, our spinal cord is sheathed um, down the spine and protected, but that is the messaging system to get the information from the brain and connect to the body. When there is 
an energetic block or disassociation, I see it as a block at the very base of the skull that the information is limited in how it's shared to the body. So my job when I work with people, I always do a release at the base of the skull of the neck and into the spinal cord so that that energy more, moves more freely into the physical body. Now, we've talked about trauma on a spectrum. Um, recently, I had a trauma triggered when we found out that my dad had cancer. It was triggering because four years ago, I had lived through my own diagnosis and surgery to remove um, cancer, which uh, my disassociation now <laughs> tends to be numbing out via social media or watching TV or exercise. Um, in past, my disassociative measure um, tended to be to disassociate by numbing out via alcohol. That was a lot in my 20s and early 30s. And so a lot of our addictive behaviors stem from trauma because we've learned that it isn't safe in our body. So we numb out and disassociate with our addictive behaviors, whether that is drugs, alcohol, gambling, shopping, porn, sex, um, social, or social media or our devices, um, watching TV, eating, exercising. These are all forms of, you know, addiction stemming from disassociation. And so it's been a coping mechanism. But the reality is, is that we need to recognize when we are disassociating and regulate ourselves. So I wanted to give a couple of anecdotes. Um, on my 40th birthday, a year and a half ago, I guess more than a year and a half ago now, I went with a friend of mine to England. And we went in London, we did some of the uh, countryside, we went to Glastonbury, which if you know, it's where the, there's some ley lines there and the male and mas masculine and feminine energy converge. It's a very high energy portal point. So we visited there and did a ton of walking. And so knowing that this was happening, I booked um, a spa day in bath or bath as they say in England um, at the Thermae Bath and Spa which is a very high-end spa there's hot pools there's saunas um, there's all kinds of things and I booked um, a day for us there to enjoy the hot pools and then um, go for a massage because we had been walking we walked I think 100 kilometers in seven days um, my feet calves were were killing me and I just wanted someone to rub my back and rub, rub my feet so if you've been to one of these spas you're in your swimsuit because you're in and out of the hot pools and sauna all day we have a robe that you throw on and when it was time to head into our massages uh, my friend went to her massage therapist I went to my massage therapist and um, I'm waiting and she's talking and asking if I have any injuries, anything that she should know about, et cetera, et cetera. And as she's done, she's like, okay, well, you can disrobe and get on the table. And I had a wet swimsuit on. So I just asked if she was going to leave. And she said, oh no, you can just get undressed right now. And in my mind, I'm going, well, this is kind of weird because we don't do this in Canada, but maybe this is how it is in Europe. And I kind of shut down. So what happens when um, a previous trauma is triggered is that we begin to disassociate, we get into fight, flight, or freeze. And I was in kind of freeze mode, which continued 
to progress over this massage experience. I've told the story, laughed about it now, but there really was a trauma response that was being triggered in me. So I disrobed, got on the table. She started the massage. She's massaging my back as, you know, most therapists start whenever they're doing treatment. And then she had me roll over towards the end onto, onto my back and asked me, or she asked me if I wanted what I wanted. And I said, can you really focus on my feet and uh, calves? Like they're really tight from all this walking. Like we really, we walked a hundred kilometers in seven days. I am absolutely, um, my feet are exhausted and I, you know, it would feel really great if you did that. And I said, I don't really like people touching my head anyway, so don't worry about like massaging my head and whatever. So she put a towel over my eyes and did a little bit on um, my feet and then she moved to the head and shoulders and the top of my chest and she was massaging the top of my chest and I didn't really feel comfortable about it but I didn't say anything because again I was I have previous trauma from about 20 years ago um with my body. And so I was in this frozen state and paralyzed state. So she started massaging the top of my chest and then she got lower. And in my mind, I'm going, wow, she's at my armpit right now. Like, is she, she's, um, she's giving me a titty rub. Is she on my boobs? Like what's happening? And then I like, nope, she's going lower, but again, still didn't stop anything that was happening as this massage therapist kept going lower and lower until I was like, nope, now she's definitely on areola and ended up um, massaging my breasts, which I did not ask for, but I also did not stop because I went into that disassociation where I basically froze and went out of body. So after everything was said and done, uh, massage was done. There were a few other really strange incidences that had happened. I went into like the recovery place where they give you a blanket and you're on this lounger. And I was waiting for my friend to finish up her massage. And um, she tells the story now, but she's like, you just looked shell shocked. You were on like she's talking to me and she's like how is your massage i'm like fine and then she said oh well let's just leave a tip for the therapist at um at the front desk like she was really happy with her massage and she had fallen asleep during her massage um and i didn't say much of anything thinking in my mind like i basically just got assaulted without my permission but i don't want to leave a tip but i didn't say anything and so i was still shocked and she's like what's going on with you i was just wrapped up and kind of in my blanket on this lounger and like looking glazed over and so after we left the spa and we're walking back to um, our Airbnb where we were staying to get ready for the evening, um, I started asking her questions about her massage. I'm like, did she, did your therapist leave the room when you changed? She's like, yeah, yours didn't. I'm like, no. And then I told her the whole story and she's like, oh, Sus, you got assaulted. I'm like, yeah, I did. She's like, no wonder you're kind of out of it. So, um, that was another experience where a previous trauma was triggered from that trauma. And I totally disassociated. I was totally numb. I went out of body and it took me kind of really connecting to my breath, connecting to my body um, to come back to where I was to be fully present. And so this is what I will say. All of us have trauma that we have repressed or suppressed that gets held in the body. It will always show up in not always, but it will often show up with anxiety, digestive issues, um, pains in the body that we haven't dealt with, or <sighs> ailments, whatever, disease, anything. It's 
all linked to suppressed trauma that is on the spectrum. And it is our job to acknowledge, have awareness around our trauma, release that trauma, and then regulate the body anytime we go into any disassociative practices, which again can be um, our addictive behaviors. So in this instance that I went through, I really had to focus on breath work. I really had to reconnect to my body when I was showering to feel safe again in my body, move and care and tend to my body in a really loving way. And and just be mindful of what had all transpired in this short period of time. So that's our job is recognizing. And so when you find yourself in a disassociative process or addictive behavior, I want you to ask yourself, why? Why am I here? Why am I scrolling mindlessly on social media? What unmet need or disassociation am I falling away from that's been triggered from something in the past? What have I not dealt with? What have I left in my body for years, decades even? How is this serving me? What do I need to do to move and regulate myself? And so I want to put it out there once again that this is purely from an energetic standpoint, um, the way that I see it. And my job is to help people, whether in person or from a distance, yes, I do have that capability to work through and release that trauma so that they can get back to who they are at the core. They can live that more present and fulfilled life. It is our job anytime we find ourselves disassociating to reconnect to our body. It can be through movement. It can be through breath work. I tell every single one of my female clients that it requires us tuning into the cycles and rhythms of our menstrual cycle, helps us become more embodied. Our job on this evolution of our spiritual journey is not to bypass or transcend our physical being. It is to accept every aspect of our humanness, our whole self, every trauma that we have embodied, that it has shaped us, that no, we didn't deserve or it happened for a reason, but we have lessons of growth that we have learned from from it. And it is our job to acknowledge and no longer suppress any of what is in the body. In that comes a liberation in us living more freely, living more healthily, living more present and connected to ourselves. First and foremost, the most important and longest relationship you will ever have will always be with yourself. So make it a goddamn good one and love yourself through every aspect of trauma, joy, pain, sorrow, all of it, friends. And so with that, I wish you the most amazing day and I am here as a resource when and if you are ready to work through any of your traumas. Much love to you. We'll chat soon.